Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every $20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at Armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. So here's some good news. Apparently, Canada is no longer a security threat. No? Yeah, that's good news, no? And uh, this about face coming out today from U.S. Uh, Commerce Secretary Wilbur Ross, who earlier this morning had testified at a hearing on tariff actions that, uh, you know, China was using countries like Canada to mask its shipping of exports, things like steel. But then again, today he flipped around and said, no, 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 they're not a threat. But he also acknowledged that the U.S. doesn't have a trade deficit on steel with not just the U.S., but we actually, they have a healthy surplus because of us. So all this kind of stuff coming out just as, you know, Trump kind of steps back on this immigration crisis, yada, yada, yada. And then he says, this could all just kind of, you know, we could make all those nasty tariffs go away if only we, you know, got a NAFTA deal done. So are we close to getting this done? Let's ask someone who knows and who is likely very busy these days. Cindy Togum Cherniak joins us. She is a trade lawyer over at Lexage. She joins us now. Cindy, you know, the, the politics of, of this whole thing, I think, is becoming very clear that it's all political. I mean, Trump th- said this morning, uh, and I don't know how many people caught it, but he said, you know, some deals are getting done. We're very, very close. And on the same day, th- you know, th- the people like Wilbur Ross, who have been criticizing Canada and talking about the fact that we are uh, a security risk, have completely changed their position. So is this just politicking now? It's politicking and it's leverage. Uh, the U.S. is trying to create leverage so that Canada will grant concessions in connection with the NAFTA renegotiations. Right. And so they want the NAFTA deal. I'm going to guess they want a bilateral deal. They want just to be in with Canada. Do you get the sense that that's where Canada is now going? It is a direction that Canada may go um, in order to resolve the issues and, and have the Canadian interests get out from underneath these tariffs. Okay. And so how long do we have? Like, what are we looking at as far as timing? I don't think that the Canadian side is in control of the timing at this point, but from President Trump's tweets, the two issues that are really important to him right now mm-hmm. are supply management and the de minimis threshold, the amount of exempt goods that can come into Canada when a Canadian has traveled for cross-border shopping purposes. Yeah, that, that's a little bit odd, because when we do that, we're making his country money, but nonetheless. Um, but on, on the other point that you say, um, is it not in our best interest then to, to sign on? I mean, look, we're talking about supply management with a very small group, and I'm not disparaging them, but again... You have to look at the country as a whole. Is that not how the, the Prime Minister should be viewing this deal? The Prime Minister should be looking at Canada as a whole. And the, what the Prime Minister should be doing is looking at the elements of supply management that Trump is focusing in on. Yeah. So he wants the U.S. dairy farmers from Wisconsin to have greater access to the Canadian market. Right. So what can we offer that is safe for the Canadian side? and gives the U.S. greater access and allows Trump to say, I won 
uh, you know, what we were asking for. I went in, I was tough, and I won. Yeah, Trump's not wrong on that, by the way. I mean, it's in our best interest to get, you know, milk flowing because it gives the consumers more of a choice. It would be better for people who make uh, less money because it becomes more affordable. But it's politics because this plays very much to his voter base in Quebec. And I don't know if maybe they'll have a a change of mind now that they've lost uh, the recent by-election. But again, it's politics that's holding this up. It is politics to a great degree, but there's also some Canadian interests as well. So there's, it's, it's not an easy balance, right? Uh, because if the U.S. milk farmers and production, which is so much greater than the Canadian, makes it so we don't have milk farmers, and if there happens to be a mad cow in the United States, right. so we don't want to import U.S. milk, if we don't have sufficient dairy farmers in Canada to supply Canadian needs then Canadians aren't going to be able to get milk, cheese, butter, and yogurt, and all those wonderful things. Okay, yeah. The devil's always in the details. So what are yeah. you hearing then? Because you're the one, and there's very few of you, but you're, you're dealing, I assume, with Canadian companies or American companies on Canadian soil. Like you, what are you hearing? Well, we're hearing that um, the Canadian companies have concerns about the U.S. steel measures, the U.S aluminum measures, and Canadian countermeasures that are being planned. So one of the big focuses right now are the countermeasures and what the second shoe will be on the U.S. side. Will it drop and will there be tariffs put in place against autos and auto right. parts? Which would be disastrous. Absolutely disastrous for Ontario. Absolutely. I mean, pay, if, if you can, because I don't think... It's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to actually understand what Ontario would look like if, in fact, that happens to our auto sector. I couldn't even imagine it happening to our auto sector. You know, you don't want to imagine it because the cross-border trade in auto and auto parts and the number of times that a vehicle crosses the border back and forth in its production process uh, you know, most Canadians don't understand that it's such an integrated market. So if you have... President Trump put 25% tariffs on the parts yeah. and on the vehicles, you're going to have such a thickening at the border, not only for autos and auto parts, but for everything else. Yeah. And it's going to make it so the parts aren't flowing as right. they should flow, which will stop production, which will hurt both Canadian and American workers. And, yeah, that's because the auto parts, maybe they're made in the U.S., but they come across the border, they get put into another part, and then they get tra- they go back and forth many times before they actually become a car. And so that would just muck up that whole system. L- let me ask you this. How concerned uh, should people be? I mean, the prime minister has been asked, you know, his thoughts on, um, you know, he's been asked by the NDP to condemn uh, the president and, and uh, over the treatment of, of migrants and the immigration crisis that they're dealing with. And he did speak out today on that. Was that a smart move? Well, any time President Trump gets upset, then there seems to be a new measure or a new ramification in the NAFTA renegotiations, and it can put back the negotiations from a positive point to a more negative place where we have to play catch-up. Plus, he may want to extract more concessions. For President Trump, it seems he has a list of concessions that he wants, and he is doing his very best to make sure that he gets the concessions out of Canada. Right. And so, you know, a lot of people are saying, well, we have to take a moral stance on this. And I'm saying, no, we have to get a very good trade deal. And then I don't care what they do, but just get the deals done and protect Canadian interests. I don't want, you know, words to get misconstrued because he's a very thin skinned guy. 
Very unpredictable. He is unpredictable in some ways, but very predictable from a trade perspective. It's very obvious what he's trying to do and the strategic nature of his tweets about Canada. It is very strategic, and he is very clearly communicating to Canadians. You have to give these concessions. This is what I want. I'm letting you know what I want. Please get your government to give me what I want. Okay, so in your expertise, and I've only got about 40 seconds left, in your expertise, where do you see this thing going? Do you get the sense that it's going to go to a full-born global trade war, given what's going on with China and and the games and the word games with Canada? How, How bad do you get the sense that this is going to get? I think that there will be a global trade war, but I, but I think that what President Trump is doing is he's breaking down the current WTO order so that it can be reinvented so that the tariff rates are higher than they used to be. So he's saying, we went too far before. I'm going to create some chaos so that when we fix it, what we have at the end of that process is something I like better. And so it's the same with NAFTA. He's trying to break things down so that he gets something that he likes better. So we can solve the problem with NAFTA, but there will be the added problem in in the global sense as well. So Canada should look out for NAFTA in itself within NAFTA and not really pay attention to the trade war that is going to happen with China and with Europe and with other countries. Oh, sounds exciting. Cindy, thank you. Thank you so very much. That is uh, Cindy Tognum Cherniak uh, talking, and did you hear that? She does predict, indeed, a trade war is uh, coming. I mean, I don't know if it makes a difference, a small one, a big one. Either way, we are definitely going to, we're going to feel it. So, again, interesting times, interesting days. I'll be curious to see if Mr. Trump reacts to anything Mr. Trudeau may have said today. Maybe he'll take another slap here and there. I'm just saying, I'm not necessarily, I I don't think it's the time to poke the bear, if you know what I mean. I want to ease up. Dear God, don't tweet. Just don't tweet. Just on point. I'm Alex Pearson, and this is Global News Radio.